Today's podcast is brought to you by Ahrefs. Ahrefs is a really awesome SEO toolset powered by big data and very well known and respected in the SEO space. Ahrefs has all the tools you need as an SEO from keyword research to website audits, but mostly, mostly Ahrefs is well known for their impressive web crawler, which crawls 4.1 million pages every minute. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, get a chance on this podcast to win a free one-year subscription to Ahrefs. Just tweet, now listening to Search Engine Nerds podcast, and use the hashtag SEJPRIZE as one word to enter the giveaway. The contest will run from March 1st to April 1st. One winner will be drawn each week for four weeks, and winners will be announced on April 15th on SCJ Search Engine Journal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Search Engine Nerds. I am your host, Brent Satoris, and today we are joined by Charles Farina, who is the Director of Growth and Development at Analytics Pros. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the new features and some of the uh, important features that you should be paying attention to in analytics today, so I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Charles. uh, Thanks for joining me today. Really excited to have you on the show talk about some analytics. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I mean, I I had talked to Andy a little bit, uh, you know, in in one of our previous shows, and he had mentioned that you were really on the cutting edge of what was really, you know, kind of happening with analytics today. Uh, So uh, it just happened to be a, a topic that I've been, you know, really kind of beating around a lot with my team and, and, and with colleagues, um, just with tracking and getting into some of the features that a lot of people don't really know about when it comes to analytics. Um, so kind of uh, excited to have this conversation. Yeah, me too. So one of the things um, that's interesting right now, uh, you know, when it comes to analytics in general is there's quite a few changes, it seems, you know, uh, there was a lot of changes in the last, you know, couple years, they took away some of our data, um, you know, referral keywords, which was painful, but um, we've started to see some new features come. One of the ones I noticed recently, I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on was audiences. It it seems that you can now, uh, which a lot of, you know, companies are probably pretty excited about, you can set your analytics up right now to really view um, everybody based on your own target demographic audience. Um, is that something that you've messed around with a, a lot? or? Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the things Google's actually given, given back to us. So there's a number of audience solutions in the Google Analytics stack. And um, what's exciting is there starts to be more and more overlap between some of the advertising products and Google Analytics. So in the free version of Google Analytics today, anyone that's using that product who also uses AdWords has the ability to share audiences from GA to AdWords. And that's a a huge opportunity that I find um, kind of confusing because there's not a lot of adoption when I go in and and I do my training and, and help other clients out with Google Analytics. And the reason it's surprising is because it's, it's a way to actually make money and to improve your ad spend and your ROAS and all the things you care about. 
Now, uh, let, quick, let me ask you a quick question about that. Um, yeah. Is that the same thing as emails lists? I mean, are you essentially targeting? Is it cookie tracking? Is it, is it the same kind of retargeting concept? Yeah, so I think the, the easiest way to describe it is when, when most cl- uh, businesses get started with digital advertising, they usually start with remarketing where you decide that you want to show ads to people who came to your website, didn't do something, um, and then they'll see your products uh, somewhere on the internet. And what ends up happening is you have to add pixels or tags to your website to build those audiences. And then AdWords, we usually refer to those as either the AdWords pixels or AdWords conversion tags. Now, the benefit of having Google Analytics is all of us have a limited ad budget. So we don't have enough budget to show ads to everyone that we would want to. So what if we could choose to show ads to the people that were more qualified than others? And we could qualify them simply by saying, did they get further in our funnel? Did they view more content? Did they spend more time on our page? So that's where Google Analytics comes in because Google Analytics is tracking everything your users are doing on your website. And with those audiences, you could easily say, let's take our most engaged users, and I want to make sure I save my budget for them first. Or if someone does some sort of action, I want to make sure I don't show them ads. So you can quickly find all of these different use cases to more effectively spend and target your digital ad spend. So it's a, it's a no-brainer because you don't have to keep going back to IT or your developer to add tags. It's all natively linked together. So that's, that's it. That's really interesting because you could definitely get into some things. Like let's say you're a publisher like we are at Search Engine Journal. It's something that you could set up and say, hey, if somebody reads more than five articles in a day, then you might be able to put them in a pool to say, I'm going to target them with a newsletter sign up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer because if you were to do any sort of analysis, the data is going to show the more engaged someone is, the more likely they are to convert. So if you can grab those engaged users who haven't yet done what you're looking for them to do and then target them first, it's, it's going to be more effective than just kind of targeting everyone equally with no sort of thought behind it. So how do you actually turn that on in analytics? If somebody wanted to start researching and start looking at that right now, they heard this, they're like, man, I got to go get on top of that. What would they do? Like, where would they start? Yeah, I think that's my favorite part about Google Analytics. You just have to Google, how do I use Google Analytics and add words like the google analytics community has i think one of the biggest followings of any marketing kind of product that we use so you'll find probably 10 youtube videos and 15 blog articles but the process is really simple if you're an admin in adwords and you're an admin in google analytics you simply link them together and then you define your audience and you click share and it's kind of a a three click or three step process and it doesn't take any more than a minute to do the entire thing so uh, talking about audiences, I'm sure, you know, anytime you're in a space as deep as you are, you could probably talk about this for hours, but just kind of lightly, you know, jumping around, what's going on with attribution? My understanding is there's, there's either a lot of changes happening right now or they're happening in the future with, with, when it comes to attribution in, in Google Analytics. Can you speak to some of that? Yeah, so attribution is just becoming more and more challenging for for marketers and businesses to solve for. And I think one of the biggest challenges that exists is um, the amount of devices and experiences that we use to interact with brands is only increasing. 
So what's what's happened is Google Analytics, even the free version, has a lot of kind of really robust and 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 strong attribution capabilities, but they largely center around a single device um, because we don't really have a great way to track people across devices. So real quick, can you just tell us what is attribution so that anybody's listening who doesn't know, they understand exactly what we're talking about? Yeah, it's the question where you do something and you want to know how effective your investment was. So simply like if I'm going to spend $500 and do some Facebook ads, uh, how many conversions did I get? And when it, where it gets confusing is when you start doing, let's say, email marketing, you have some paid ads, maybe you have some videos or some blog posts that you're promoting. When all of those things start mixing together, you have this discussion of which actually mattered to a user and should you kind of target or invest more in or cut back on. Doesn't this kind of line up to like, wasn't there like a sub-conversion path that, they, that, that a lot of people were using for, for a while? I mean, it's kind of it came up and kind of disappeared as far as conversation, but and I might not be using the right terminology, but there was a way to track like people coming from Facebook and then coming back through an email and then coming back through a search and then seeing kind of where they were converting in that path. Yeah, so before we get to the brand new Google attribution, uh, which is another gift from Google, that exists today. So if you're not doing any sort of attribution or you're just getting started, the free version of Google Analytics has a series of reports called multi-channel funnels. And as long as you set up your goals and you've tagged all of your uh, media that you're driving to your site, so you add these little codes at the end of URLs, they're called UTM parameters, and as long as you have that all set up, inside of multi-channel funnels, you can answer questions today about your business like, how long does it take my users to convert from when they first see my website to when they actually go through to that conversion? And also, how many touches happen? Is it a single visit? Is it multiple visits? And then to your question, in that set of reports, you can actually see every touch point or every uh, source that led to a conversion and figure out was email first, last, somewhere in the middle, or was it not present at all? But this needs to be set up. You can't just go in today and, and see that data if you haven't set this up. You'd have to set it up and then start tracking that going forward, correct? The setup, yeah, the setup is what you should have done when you first created your Google Analytics uh, account. So I would argue if you don't already have it, you haven't actually set up Google Analytics. So one of the first things that you, you do when you go into Google Analytics and you start using it is you set up your goals um, to, to measure the things on your website that matter. And then the next thing you do is you set up kind of your campaign tags and your campaign strategy. And Google will track a lot of that out of the box. So hopefully everyone can log in and, and see that already. But you now, now you were saying that the free version allows you to track attribution, or at least you know when you were talking about the multi-channel funnels. That's through the free version today. Is the new offering that they're providing through their 360, their paid version, or is it something that's you know on both? What what and 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 what is that? Yeah, Google's bringing something brand new. So it's actually a, a new product that's part of the Google Analytics suite. So you may not have known this, but Google Analytics actually has a suite of products now. There's Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager for manage, managing... Optimize. Yep, Data Studio. And now there's this new Google Attribution product. And what Google Attribution is, is it's solving some of the challenges that I mentioned earlier um, 
and mainly the cross device. So how can we actually figure out how users are opening an email on one device and then maybe searching for us on Google on another device? So what Google's doing in this new product, which there's going to be a free version, uh, it should be coming out sometime this quarter, by the end of the quarter. And in this product, what they're going to do is take a lot of the capabilities in Google Analytics, so that ability to see all the touches that led to an outcome, and they're going to allow you to tie it to Google's cross-device graph. So Google has the largest network of logged-in users of anyone other than Facebook. So both Google and Facebook are kind of competing against each other, uh, but that cross-device graph is effectively their users who are logged into Gmail, Chrome, Android, YouTube, and what Google's allowing us to do if you use Google Analytics is to connect their cross-device graph to your on-site and digital conversions that are happening. So it's, uh, it's, it's massive uh, for what that's going to do because there's no real way to do that anywhere else today. And, and if anybody's interested, you can actually go to the suite. It does have the attribution um, button in there so you can actually see some of the, the details around it. And it does have a sign up for the beta option. Um, you know, which I've signed up for, although I haven't had access to. I might have to ping somebody uh, I know and see if I can get myself access. But you yeah. can at least go and sign up and, and try to get access to the beta anytime. Yeah, definitely get on there. So that's I think that that's what's most exciting about Google Attribution is Google tries to make solutions for marketers that are easy to use. And Google Analytics is one of the easiest digital analytics tools to use. It's very user-friendly. It's easy to go in and get some basic reports. And Google Attribution is going to be the first, I think, tool to do that in this space. A lot of the other attribution tools take forever to set up um, or for more small or medium-sized businesses, it doesn't make sense because of the cost. So for this new free product, Google's giving us cross-device capabilities. They're bringing a data-driven attribution model. And this data-driven model, which is in Google Attribution, is the same one that's actually in the enterprise version of Google Analytics 360, which is like 150000 per year. So there's a lot of value being thrown into this product to help marketers better understand what's actually happening and how users are actually going through and converting. So we talked about a couple things real quick. We talked about some audiences. We talked about this, you know, multi-channel funnels, which is kind of the attribution that's currently existing, you know, inside of analytics. There's this attribution system, you know, that's launching any time now. Um, and, you know, you mentioned Analytics 360. That, that's a bit of a price tag for most people. But if you're looking at, um, you know, some of these different things that you've mentioned, what would you advise to to people who are not – is there one area that you would really say you have to start on? I mean, look, in any one of our fields, we'd say, well, you have to, you have to do it all. But there's always a spot that kind of is the sweeter spot to start with. When it comes to analytics, where's the spot that people really should be focusing on learning the most right now? Yeah, so this is a great topic. Um, and if you're looking for some specific advice around this, um, I have a friend, Jeff Sauer, who, who runs an online Google Analytics course. And he uh, recently delivered a talk on just this. I mean, the reality is, if you have a small website and 
you're still focusing on building a product and the reality is you only have 10 conversions a month like attribution is the last thing you need to be focusing on like you, you still need to be focusing on your product strategy and the things more upper funnel where attribution starts to make sense for something to take a look at and focus on is when you're actually putting the time behind driving traffic to your site where you need to know where's the most effective use of your time. So it's definitely on the more advanced size, more for when you get to a larger small business or, or more medium. Otherwise, what's exciting about Google Attribution is it, it's going to give us a lot of the uh, out-of-the-box reports to just assign what's happening and show us what's happening without needing hours and hours to go in and, and kind of connect all of our data together. But I think the first place to start in summary is you start with Google Analytics, you get some basic reports. I think the next place to go after is Data Studio. So have, have you used Data Studio yeah, yet? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I like it because you can, you can mash up uh, both Search Console and Google Analytics, right? So you can really get the true scope of your SEO data, you know, when you can mash up both of them. Yeah, talk about a gift from Google. It's a free version of Tableau. And the I mean, it's not even just limited to Search Console and Google Analytics. You can connect it to CSVs, Google yep. Sheets, and now there's even community connectors to bring in Facebook and other data sources. So that's the next place to start. And then when you're starting to get deeper, that's when you go into some of these attribution tools. Absolutely. So I do have uh, one other question. Um, you know, just kind of, uh, you had mentioned... Analytics 360, um, what really is the difference between the free version and the paid version when it comes down to it? I mean, it's a $150,000 price tag, as you mentioned. Uh, let's assume that there's, a comp there's people listening and they're like, I could afford that. You know, it's worth it to me to have the data. What are they really getting in, in, in difference from, from the free and the paid? Yeah, I, I boil it down to kind of three key benefits. First, the free version of Google Analytics has limits. Uh, the major one, especially if you're a larger website, is your data is going to get sampled when you go in and you do some deeper analysis. So in the enterprise version, it's not sampled. In addition, Google... When you say sampled, you mean it's, it's estimated, right? Yeah, so let's say you have um, a, a million visits the sampling maximum is 50,000 sessions. So when you go in and do certain analysis, it'll only take a 50,000 representative sample and then extrapolate it to the total. Gotcha. So the, the larger you are, the more it starts to get murky if it's actually um, directional with the, uh, with the raw data. So exactly, the, the first benefit is there's not really any sampling and also you get access to the raw data. So if you're trying to do things like integrate your CRM, like maybe your Salesforce or Insightly with Google Analytics, um, you can actually open up to do opportunities with that once you have access to that raw data. The second key benefit is there's a, another ad stack called DoubleClick, which Google has. And DoubleClick is like an agnostic media platform. Um, and there's direct integrations with audiences and reporting with that DoubleClick stack. And then the third benefit is there's additional features, like there's a data-driven attribution model that we kind of talked about mm -hmm. today. There's custom funnels, which is an amazing feature. 
Um, and then also when you work with a partner like us, we actually give you all the services and support you need to make sure it's been implemented and maintained and you can use it. So that's the quick version. So does the, does the, the 360 suite, does that have Google support as well? Or is it, is it only driven through uh, partners for support? Yeah, there's, there's options uh, depending on what you're looking for. Um, most, uh, I think, of the industry right now is going through partners um, because of the additional services you get. Perfect. What kind of additional services do you think do partners give? I mean, if somebody's thinking about maybe you guys or they're thinking about any partner, why would you choose a partner to work with versus just using the software yourself? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is resources. So to really have an enterprise analytics system in place, you have to have a developer, you have to have someone who knows Google Tag Manager, you have to have an expert at Google Analytics. Then when you get into these big query use cases, that's more. So the benefit is, a service partner is going to come in and audit your existing implementation, show you things you never knew were broken or wrong, and also show you things that you didn't even know you could do with the product. And then they're going to help you actually take you from where you're at today to, depending on what you're looking for, actually going in and setting up everything and then helping you through the QA and doing training and helping with reports and all of that. So those are the types of services like Google's never going to help you do analysis, but a service partner absolutely is going to actually get in there uh, and get down with the data with you. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, I have, uh, before I ask you my final question, I want to just kind of toss out there. If anybody's looking to connect with you, if they want to follow you, they want to learn more from you, how can people find you online? How can they fi- find you or your company? Yeah, I try and uh, do some blogging on my personal blog, so charlesfreena.com. Otherwise, Twitter or my company website, Analytics Pros, uh, or LinkedIn and all the other usual suspects. So last question, Uh, high-end, high-end level, anybody who's listening who really understands analytics, what's one of the coolest little tricks or hacks or things that you like to use or check out or implement or talk about? Oh, that's a good one. So my favorite one that I get really excited to show at at conferences and trainings. So there's another set of tools uh, called session replay or session cams where you can install it on your website and it's like you're looking over someone's shoulder and it shows you everything they did, like shows their mouse movement, what they're clicking on. Um, It's really cool to get like UX and qualitative insights and I use a, I've been using a tool called Session Cam, and they actually have an integration with Google Analytics. So we mentioned audiences. Like I can build audiences in GA all day long and say, show me users who started my checkout process but didn't complete it. With this integration with Session Cam, I can actually just click a button, and it'll actually show me the video of what an individual user did from Google Analytics on my website. So it's an awesome way to connect quantitative and qualitative data to kind of figure out what's actually going on behind the data. So that's my quick tip. Very interesting. I had never heard of session cams. Uh, Did not know that was possible. About the closest thing I knew about was Crazy Egg, which I'd used over the years to kind of, because they had pinpoint clicking, so I could find out, you know, if one of my images was being mistaken as a link, you know, but I had never uh, heard of session cams. So very interesting. 
A lot of very interesting information, Charles. I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of join us, talk about this more. Uh, we are going to end up posting this up with a recap. We'll put some links in there. We'll put some information in there. But uh, genuinely want to say thank you for joining us and, and, and sharing information. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.